That's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. When it's Android over iPhone, and you can keep your stupid amiibo and always bashing on Nintendo. But that's Retro Fandango. That's Retro Fandango. Thanks, Retro Fandango. And we yeah. are live. Hello and welcome, nobody, to episode uh, number 176 of Retro Fandango. This is the episode that everybody said would not happen, and here it is happening. Just like that, on a Saturday afternoon, on the 13th of March. 13th. It's not Friday the 13th. It's not the Ides of March. It's the lucky March 13th on a Saturday. It's a palindrome. Is it? 313. Oh. Flip it around, it's 313. There you go. Is that the, the guys that make uh, the Halo games? Aren't they 313? Bubba and a bungee. They, uh, they stopped. They said, we're not making them Halo games anymore. Huh? We're going to do Destiny. Got enough money? We're gonna, we don't want to be behooven to uh, Microsoft, and we want to make our own games. So... Mm. They made Destiny. Is that a good game? No. I didn't find it to be very good. Mm. It, it was quite boring, actually. Because it's one of those games where you need other people in the game with you to make it fun. And I, I didn't find it to be fun. Okay. Understood. Uh, so let's do some house cleaning. It seems like our house cleaning is getting easier and easier by as the month goes as the months go by. Um, so far, we have uh, the Quick Save Club, I think, is playing mods this month. I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the Cartridge Club is playing uh, Ninja Turtles. That's all I got. Yeah, I um, I forgot to put down the... Uh, I, don't, I don't know the if they're... I, there. I don't know if they're, they're doing stuff still. Last time I checked, I didn't see... Uh, Let's see, RF Gen. Like last time I checked, there. Um, uh, what's that thing called? Forum. I didn't see anything there. I usually um, listen in and just wait for the announcement. Um, I, I can never remember that one. I have no. I have no. Uh, no memory. Let's see, I got. Uh, they might be playing a video game of some sort. Oh, March playthrough. Here we go. Eternal Eyes. What's that? Um, Eternal. All right. Eternal Darkness. I know what that is. Eternal Eyes. Possibly the worst jewel case cover for the PS1. So hauntingly bad, it stares right back at you. But it must be a good game. Eternal Eyes PS1. Got to be good if they're playing it. It doesn't. Terrible cover. Here's my packaging. This looks RPG-ish. Oh my gosh, no. (laughs) There's like (laughs) little little RPG characters and numbers everywhere. Uh, I I don't don't know a thing about this game. They do pick some... enjoy. They do pick some rare strategy RPG. They do like their strategy RPGs over there. I'll say this: their selection is is more diverse Absolutely. than any of the other game of the month podcasts. Yep, I I totally agree with that. 
they're really digging to get those hidden gems. Okay. Well, now that we talked about the future of other podcasts, how would you say uh, we talk about the future of this podcast? <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm scared to have this discussion. I don't think you have anything to be afraid of. So if anyone is uh, not aware, I've been uh, cutting down on the number of podcasts I've been doing. I've been doing uh, four Last last two weeks ago, it was like five podcasts in a week, and they get all crammed up on a Friday and a Saturday, and it gets to be a little too much for me. So I've just been cutting back on uh, on the number that I've been doing. So if anyone hasn't heard, I, I have quit the Quick Save Club. Um, as far as I know, the Quick Save Club is not canceled. Um, it's it's up to uh, Ryan and Josh if they want to carry it on. Uh, but I, I've stopped doing that. I've cut that out. Um, that, and to be honest, that show was meant to. Uh, I, I, I was something that I it was like I was kind of copying the Cartridge Bros once again. It was something I meant to start, and then let other people take over. Let other people have at it, and uh, it wasn't uh, wasn't taking off. And let's be honest, there wasn't a lot of people playing the the games every month, so. I just it really wasn't worth it for me to do uh, every month, other than hanging out with Josh and Ryan every month. That was the only. I mean, I, I think it was the only reason I was doing it for the last few few months, just as an excuse to hang out with them. But uh, you know what? I could just do a call. We can just do a call. We can set up a call. We don't need to do a whole show around that. So we used to do that before we um, ended on the yeah. podcast. Remember when yeah. it was just hang out. <laughs> a lot, yeah. Uh, with the with that was classic uh, cartridge club. Yeah. Would it be the cartridge bros, you, myself, Dean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No obligations. No. Just hey, what you doing? <laughs> yeah. We don't do that anymore because we're too busy doing podcasts. Yeah, we we act like people want to listen to what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know. I've been doing a lot more with my blog, which has been taking off. It's been doing really well. Um, and then other podcasts just kind of fell on into my lap, you know, over the past few years, Bill's show started up and then Michael Dano's show started up and just been doing that. And it gets to be too much. So my pal Richard's doing me a solid here and cutting me out of uh, some commitment to this show. Thanks. What are you buddy. talking about? I'm pal. <laughs> we hate each other. Oh yes, that's right. <laughs> This ain't uh, continuing. No, it absolutely. I think if one of us quit, would somebody step in to fill the the role in this show? <laughs> no, no, no. This show would be done. Absolutely. Like when uh, Jake left the uh, Polykill, they got Blink One Eighty Two in, or whatever his name is. They got someone to come in. That's definitely not. This show will just die. It'll be done. There's can't no get Metal Jesus to come in. No. <laughs> Remember that show? Yeah, oh, I do. Gosh. All gen gamers, and that was that was a solid that Johnny uh, did for the for that show. When he left, he's like, "I'm going to leave, but I'm going to put, I'm going to get the, your next host all ready for you, and he's going to step in mm. and do my job." Which that was a real solid thing for him to do. Oh yeah, I did not do that for the Quick Save Club. I just like, see ya. You couldn't find another PC gamer, huh? I, absolutely not. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we were, the difference between all gen gamers and and Quick Save Club is that 
uh, people actually listen to that show, and I think people are actually wanting to be on it. Whereas Quick Save Club, I'm not so sure. But well, uh, I, I can tell you, uh, as someone uh, with a lot of listening experience to the All Gen Gamers podcast, Quick Save Club was definitely a better show. Well, I mean, they were early podcasts. Well, that's it. They, as Steven uh, likes to call them, the old gods. You know, they right. were the only ones there at the time. Right. Well, technology's gotten so much better, and that too. You remember Skype? It was like it was a piece of garbage. You know, and it would cut out all the time. It was diff- It was a lot of delay. Like you and I are on other sides of this planet right now, and we're having a relatively lag-free conversation right now. True that. I don't think you could get away with that even five years ago, let alone 10 years ago when they were, they started. All right. So exactly how often are we going to be having these kind of lag free conversations? Well, that's a good question, uh, Richard. I I mean, I, um, when I floated the idea to you, I thought you would be more um, relieved and receptive. (laughs) Cause I seriously, I feel like as if I'm always like mooching on your time, like I'm taking, time away from you where you could be doing something else well my time is a bit more precious I that's, that's what i that's what i feel seriously like that's <laughs> how i feel it's like oh man i don't want to be bothered so i thought you'd be like oh thank goodness yes i only have to do this once a month or whatever but well, uh th- this is all i look forward to this is my one thing that i've got like locked in like i can take this time for myself only mostly because we do it at a time where the rest of my family is still unconscious right so it's easier to do that by the way you uh my breakfast at the yeah you you casually chomping uh on snack food while we have this conversation makes it seem that much more legit (laughs) like i said my time is precious um but honestly for me i think like doing if i stick to doing one or two podcasts a week. What are you doing now? Turning down the heat a little bit. Oh. Hot here. It's getting warm here. Is that was that like voice coming back from your Yeah, yeah. Machine talks to you, tells you what temperature it is. My goodness, Japan. What a world over there. Mm-hmm. Nothing talks to me over here. Nothing. Machine's the only thing that talks to me over here. <laughs> That's why I gotta do this podcast. Uh, well, I mean if we are I, I just want to know what we're looking at. Are we going to a, because originally the concept was monthly. That's what you said to me at first. Way back. Uh, and it was like, okay. Well, no, no. I, I'm talking about like a couple, like a week or so ago. Oh. When you sent me like, hey, you want to go back to monthly? I'm like, right, right. yeah, sure, whatever. And then you, I saw you write in like bi-monthly somewhere like uh, or, or uh, bi-weekly or whatever. Uh, I was like, I don't know what, what this is going to be. What's What does that mean? Are we doing Fandango? Are we still attempting some sort of film dango with that schedule? How's it going to work? Know. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't, no, I don't know. I have no idea. But I think doing uh, a, a show every two weeks is a lot more manageable for me than doing uh, a show every week. Now, because do you want to do every two weeks or do you really want to do a once a month? No, every two weeks <laughs> is 
it's fine. I think that's manageable for me because that cuts it down to either one or two podcasts a week. Okay. And then if it comes like if it comes up like if there's a third podcast, then I'll just tell them no. Whoever reached out to me first, that's the podcast I do that week and and Fandango. If there's no Fandango that week and two of them reach out to me, then that's fine. But basically, I do not want to be going back to doing three podcasts in a row in one night. Plus blogging, plus YouTubing, plus collection video updating. So like I I said to the the quick save uh, club people, I haven't like no one's really noticed, which is fine. I completely got rid of my YouTube channel. It's gone. It hasn't been there since September. Since wow. the podcast, since the podcasts have been, you know, racking up on me and piling up on me, I said I gotta let something go. So I, I took all my videos down except for a handful that I still get comments on that help people, like the video game things. Like, oh, I was trying to, you know, this thing in this game, and your your video helped me. So those are the only ones I kept up. And I got, I took down all the rest. So like, you know, I cut that that down because I did the same thing and nobody said anything. (laughs) There you go. See, (laughs) so, you know, I've been trying to cut back. I've cut back a lot on the social media. I really don't go on Twitter every day. Like I'll check my messages on Twitter and notifications, but I don't, Hey, there's Kyle. There you go. I missed all the stuff at the beginning. I have to re rewind. Um, but I, I've cut that back, you know, so I've been trying to cut back on other things so I don't have to do this. But, uh, you know, about two weeks ago when I was just when I did four podcasts in two days, I was like, OK, something's something's got to give because I try I tried everything else, you know. So, um, yeah, I think every two weeks would, would would be fine. OK, I think I would work out. Are you wearing an OCP T-shirt? Yes, I thought you've seen nice. this before. Well, the your uh, pop filter was covering it. Oh. I just noticed. No, I mean I thought I've showed this to you in the past. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I went to uh, sometime last year. I went to. Um, uh, I, I just ordered a bunch of T-shirts because I needed new T-shirts, and uh, I ordered them online, and it was a decent price. It was from the states. And, uh, you know, the shipping was pretty good and all that. They had a sale on the, on the shirt. So I ordered, I don't know, about five shirts. And uh, then they got dinged at the border for, uh, I think it was $90. Ooh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, this is not worth it $90 at all. $90 handling fee. Yeah. Uh, well, basically, like, it's tax-free, right? Because you're buying, when you buy something from the States, it's tax-free. And then when it comes through the border, if they, if it, gets caught at the border they're like oh you got to pay tax on that that's a good and a service and you're going to pay us government our government that tax so and what did all these t-shirts cost originally like i don't remember it's it's quite far a less ago. than 90 dollars, i imagine oh yeah yeah uh, like the shirts themselves were i, I don't know I'd, I'd have to look i'd have to look back but i don't i don't know Oh, look at that. Kyle was wondering where the, hey, somebody was actually wondering where the videos went. That's great. I mean, they're just, they're listed as private. So if you have, I think if you have the link, you could still get to them, to them. But, uh, so none of the links on my blog are affected, but you can't like look for them in the, in YouTube. 
I had to let something go. And the YouTube channel has been like an albatross. I think that's the expression, right? An albatross? Albatross hanging around your neck. Yeah, that's it. The rhyme of the ancient mariner. It's one of those things that I just can never let go, you know, because there's 2,000 subscribers on there. And I just kept like, oh, I got to do something for those 2,000 subscribers, you know, and then 20 people watched (laughs) the video. I don't know where where those 2,000 subscribers went. But then eventually it's like, I just, you know, I got to cut something out somewhere. So, but, you know, having the time to do the podcast, it's not really a time thing. It's more of like a, you know, stress. And then like my, I was out all like that Sunday after, like after we did the Cartridge Club podcast, which was a lot of fun, by the way. And I think that was a good, that was a good episode. You know, the reason why that was a lot of, like we were all, like really into the game and that, and we all just all had a conversation. I think that really, really mm. flowed. And I got to commend it's, it doesn't come out until Monday, I think. And, um, rocket sauce was supposed to tell me what time it starts, but he didn't tell me, I think it starts late though. So I probably won't be in the chat for it. So I'll just say it here. Rocket sauce did a really good job hosting that show because he just stood back like a good host and let us yeah. uh, do our thing. He came in when he needed to, you know, uh, steer the focus on on a few things but uh for the most part yeah it was a really good i, I liked all, everybody on there it was good to talk to j-rock again too oh yeah if steven if you've been wondering why all these j-rock hints have been floating around for a while oh yeah i don't i, I guess i wasn't announced that he was going to be on the show i didn't or or he didn't hear it because he kept accusing us of teasing it why, why you keep talking about J-Rock? Where is he? Where's this oh, yeah. reunion? The classic Fandango reunion will be on uh, the Quick Save Club podcast on, not the Quick Save Club, Cartridge Club podcast. On One Monday. spoiler, though. the the in, We were so excited about the, uh, the topic and the conversation. We didn't even uh, think to call him Kimmy Gibbler once. Oh, my goodness. There was so much that I didn't... Like afterwards, it's like, oh, we didn't talk about that. We didn't say yep. that. We didn't. Do- I had was- a bunch of things. I had a whole list. Because there was Did just you- so so many other things that you guys were bringing up that I didn't even think about or know about or whatever. So when when you first started playing that game, you know how um Slimer goes down and mm-hmm. he and Ray says like, oh, he's been fascinated ever since you put the viewer on there. Didn't you assume like you'd be able to look into the containment unit at some point and see all the ghosts that you caught? I no, I thought it was the. I thought he was talking about the because he was in a display case, right? He was in a display case up on the second on the the first floor. Yeah, but when he goes down and he's leering at the containment unit, he's just hovering in front of it. And and Ray says, you know, he's been fascinated ever since you put the viewer. And I thought that was was that some other game element that they couldn't implement? Like you would be able to go down. You know, like when you turn on your Wii and you see those me characters run on screen, I assume yeah. it'd be something like that. You could see all the ghosts that you caught during the the, the course of the game. Oh. <clears throat> but yeah. there, there's some graffiti in the second level that might be Evo Shandor's destructor form. There's there's a guy with big devil horns and oh. it kind of looks like him. I was like, is that a little hint? What is that? There's so much in that game. Yeah. That was good stuff. Okay. So we're doing Fandango every two weeks. Film Dango, I don't know. 
Um, what, well, to be fair, we talk about movies just about every single episode. Yeah. So we always have a mini film dango. I, why don't we just, like, instead of making it so formal, if we want to watch a movie together, we just watch a movie together. I was, was going to suggest the same thing, that if there's a movie I watch and I really want to talk about it, I'll just send you a, li- a comment and say, hey, I watched this. Maybe we yeah. can talk about it. Yeah. Instead of doing the, I don't, I don't know if people watch or listen to the film dangles very much at all anyways. So. Oh, they listened to the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle asked, was the story supposed to be Ghostbusters 3? I don't know if it was supposed to be. Kyle, Kyle, you got to listen to the episode. Yeah, there you go. On Monday, whatever whatever Monday time it's supposed to be. I'll just say my opinion is that it turned out to be Ghostbusters 3. Okay, so there we go. We solved Mm. everything. We solved all the world's problems in 20 minutes. That's not bad. Put out all the fires, sun kumbaya. That's it. Boom. What else do you want to talk about? How you doing, Kyle? <laughs> we should have Kyle on at some point. He keeps hinting that he wants to be on. Well, we were supposed to do like a uh, enterprise thing. Oh, right. Have a gimmicky thing. Right. That didn't happen. I don't know. Yeah, we can just have him on just, and talk about Star Trek. show up whenever you want. Yeah. And to... And, I mean, I didn't know he'd be available on a Saturday uh, today, so we could have done it today, but anyway, in the future. Do it. Uh, have you been uh, doing the Beat the Bandy Kung Fu? It was a big, like, I don't, I think I could say, like, on uh, the vinyl show last night, we had a special appearance by Duke. So you got to see, because, you know, Matt Bandy's a regular on that show, and you got to see live in person the, the rivalry between those two. Oh, that, uh, that is the, some ugly, ugly uh, relationship right there. Yeah, yeah, it is something else. How far uh, are you still in it, or have you have the high scores gotten so high that you're just kind of? Well, I um, I enjoy the uh, the beat the bandy. I, I messed around with it last month when he did Popeye, and I realized Popeye is a really good game, so I got that out of it. I, I couldn't touch their scores. Um, and then when he announced this month he's doing Kung Fu, I was like, oh, I love Kung Fu. This is a great game. Totally happy to try that out. And then um, I see, you know, Matt and Duke posting their scores early on. So I'm like, okay, let me give you my first shot. <clears throat> I run through. I do my best. I'm like, hey, that's that's pretty respectable. I got like, I go over 8,000 points here. And I go back and I look at their scores and it's like 130,000. And I'm like, okay, what am I doing wrong here? And it took me a while, but um, I, I finally started getting like a respectable score and posted it up there. And they're like, hey, great job. And for, for a second there, I was in second place, you know, like very briefly, I had my silver. And then just, man, they went off the rails. Like every other day, their scores are doubling, tripling. Uh, and Duke, he's putting the time in. He's certainly putting in more time than I am. Uh, the latest post I saw is he has cracked 800,000, which for anyone who hasn't played, if you manage to play through one round of Kung Fu without losing a life and without having to replay levels to gain more points, you get about 130,000 for one playthrough. Wow. You get a maximum of four lives. 
So that means he's going through like a fourth or fifth loop in order to get these scores. And the end boss gets harder every time, right? I, I, I've only, the best I've done is the third loop and the third boss. So I can't really tell you. Mostly the enemies on screen seem to get a little faster. Mm. Like there's a knife thrower and that comes at you a little faster. Um, you'll get to the point where you're at a boss and then one of those knife throwers is on the other side. So you're kind of like dodging a boomerang on one side and a knife yeah. on the other. It does get really tough. So I, I'm still playing for fun, but I can't, I can't get to his level. That's yeah. insane. Oh, oh, guess, oh look guess who's comes, here. Because he shows up. Oh, are you guys talking about Kung Fu? His ears were smoking. <laughs> well, Duke gets really competitive with those games, and I, I'm just not. I just don't don't care. I think they're fun, yeah. and I think doing the high score thing's fun. And I, okay, that's pretty cool. And then when it just gets too crazy, it's like, ah. It's fun to a point. Like, I'm as long as uh, Duke is enjoying it, and, and he's really progressing. He's got to be the best Kung Fu player that I know because um, he is pretty much demolishing Matt Bandy right now. Um, but I have to stop because I'm going to hit that point where I am going to uh, not find the game fun anymore and I'm just going to get frustrated and it's going to kill the game for me. So I have to play within reason. Wow, what was that about? Mm. It's I guess everybody just uh, loved what I was saying. <laughs> I missed it. It just uh that was weird. That's never happened before. Just uh it was like the the uh just the panel, like the one web page in uh Google Chrome crashed. Everything else was fine, everything else stayed up, just the one thing crashed. Gremlins. The show has gremlins. Yeah. Uh Sarah loves our fandango strategizing. Throw it all on the table. There you go. That's and it. Just um, see if anything makes sense. Well, I've learned that from the from the Howard Stern show. You always air those things right out, right on the right on the camera, so everyone can can see and hear. Because it's fun. It's a little fun discussion. People like that stuff. Yeah. There you go. And then and then you do that, and you think, well, there's no questions now. Everybody understands what we're doing now. It's all good. And then people still ask, "What happened to this? Where's that? Oh, yeah. How can we do it this way?" Because nobody pays attention. But that's all right. They're listening to us in the background while they're playing Kung Fu. That would probably not be a good idea. <laughs> I, I imagine the, the intense Fu. focus that's going on. Well, that's because I want to see. I want to see the video of Duke losing it when he uh, when he gets a bum ride and he. No, no, and like slamming <laughs> on the table. Didn't he have a? There was one of the. Uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Popeye? Uh, or? I think during the Popeye. Yes. Yeah. He's got nothing to worry about because I've lost it more than that playing this kung fu. I guess so I'm just not cheap hits. There, I will say this: I'm not taking away Duke's victory, but um, there is a fair amount of dumb luck with that game. If you get the lucky, because the the game. Uh, with the Popeye, the enemies, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Kung Fu, the enemies oh. aren't the same every single time. So there'll be a little variation. I'm still here. <laughs> That's it. Okay. That's it. There'll be a variation okay. of like, you're not hitting the same enemies. So sometimes you get like an easier wave and sometimes right. it's a little more difficult. Okay. 
still still difficult overall. Okay. 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 Uh, hey. ca- what? Go for it. Oh no, no, no! I you go ahead because I see that you added a whole whopping one thing. <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> Sarah and I are watching WKRP in Cincinnati. That's it. We finished watching Cobra Kai, and then we I can't I can't remember if we watched something else after that. But I really just wanted to watch. I was in the mood for a sitcom, and I got that WKRP um, final season finally. So we do- dove into that. And uh, yeah, that show still ha- holds up. We watched, we've watched the first season already, which is about 24 episodes. And every single one of them were classic episodes that I still remember. You know, it's like, oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. It, it, that first season, they did not have a, a, a bad episode. There is one episode where they go off on a little tangent where Andy falls in love with this country Western singer girl or whatever. I, I don't know. That one was kind of, that one was kind of lame, but the rest of it's been, uh, so we're actually we're in season two now and it's still good sarah says this, um, cobra kai to wkrp so there you go is this um uh, blu-ray or dvd dvd i don't think oh, it's slumming it's it's never come out on on blu-ray and it uh it it, I, it was only shot on tape right on uh videotape in the like that's all those older like those shows from the late 70s and throughout most of the 80s all those sitcoms were just shot on videotape so there isn't really much there to up to to 1080p whereas the older shows though when they were shot on film there's all sorts of things you can do like they have uh, mash right now mm-hmm. on uh, disney plus and uh, they did this with seinfeld as well because that was shot on um on film as well where like when they would shoot it they would like like the your uh safe zone was like so big right but the right. film itself there was that much like it was it was a much bigger area but they would just shoot oh, within okay. that that safe zone right right so uh on on film they can actually take and uh, when they transfer it over to blu-ray they can actually make it into widescreen because there is those extra right they call it like the open mat right you take yeah off that mat box yeah so um they actually do the same with with movies too, and a lot of the movies when they would convert them from, uh, you know, from widescreen for the theater and convert them to four by three, they would just move the matting for them and not actually like. Uh, so that's why you got like that that one scene in that Pee Wee Herman movie where he's pulling the chain yeah, out yeah, of the yeah. thing, and you can <clears throat> see the bottom coming up because that was like it was covered by the matting when it was in the theater, and when they converted to four by three, they didn't think of that. So. Yes, yes, I remember seeing that all the time as a kid. I was like, I, I know your trick, Pee Wee. But uh, our when the last time we figured it out, the last time we watched WKRP was two thousand and six, and there were all episodes that we had downloaded off of Pirate Bay because that's all you had. There wasn't any uh, DVD uh, of the series, so if you want to watch it, that was your only option. And it was all like like people just recording them off a of TV and that, and it was. Fairly terrible. It wasn't very good quality at all. So watching it this time, even on DVD on a 1080p screen, I'm like noticing so much more details and that like you can actually read what's on jo- uh, Dr. Fever's shirts and he carries around this mug and it's all like um, his mug is all of his past names 
that he went as as like you know DJs and other radio stations, and they're just crossed out, and at the bottom it's finally like Doctor Johnny Fever. <laughs> it's kind of it's, it's cool that you can catch all those details now. What stuff? I finished up Daredevil. Oh yeah, TV. Yeah. So you didn't give up on it? No, I did not. I, I like I said, I started watching season three. And then halfway through, I said, okay, let me go back and watch the uh, Defenders thing mm-hmm. just so I can get all the Daredevil I wanted. Because, yeah, the, the Defenders is not nearly as good as the standalone uh, Daredevil seasons. Um, and season three, my only slight criticism is that the last episode felt a little rushed. It seemed like they tried to get more into that one hour than they, they normally would have. Um, but still really, really good. Um, the Daredevil show as a whole is a fine, fine television program. All right. Well, I'm going to have to catch up and watch that season, that final season. It's Fair. just a shame that uh, Disney pulled the plug on the whole thing because... You don't think it's going to come don't, back? I don't know. Uh, the only thing is if it comes back as the TV show, that would be what's best but if they decide to introduce that mm-hmm. character into the films it's he's got to go down to a pg-13 oh right know? and and they would also probably lose a lot of the secondary character stuff with uh, foggy and karen and all that because I, I heard something like there were rumors that the actor was hanging around on like the newest Spider-Man movie set or something. The Daredevil like maybe, actor? Yeah. Like maybe they're going to try to introduce him slowly into the, into the films or something, test the waters a little bit, but I have no idea. It, it would be nice if they had been able to continue the show as it was because they were doing some really good stuff. Mm. Uh, Duke, uh, I thought the climax was great. How'd you like the climax? I thought it was great. I, I the, the only thing I wish is that they had been able to do more because I was having fun. Well, Sarah's giving me the okay to watch the rest of that show on my own. So I'll be doing that at some point. I don't know. I'm, I'm in the middle of classic doctor who right now. I'm only on the <laughs> third doctor. It's good times, man. There's a lot of in that show that you can tell that, um, a lot of the movies that we grew up with in the eighties, the people who made them must've been watching Dr. Who, cause there's a lot of similarities in the plot lines in that, like the, the Daleks in one episode send uh, uh, it's, it was an alien. It wasn't a robot, but send an alien back in time to take out a uh, person who was going to become uh, an important person against the, the human and Dalek war. Mm-hmm. Remind you of anything? No. <laughs> no? Okay. No. I've okay. actually been wanting to watch that again recently. Sir and I just watched the first one uh, not too long ago. Yeah, I watched T2 not too long ago. But I think we watched the first. I didn't watch we watched the first and second. And then we watched that stupid one that's on Amazon, the latest one. It came out around Christmas time on Amazon, anyways. The, um, oh, the one with the, um, the liquid Terminator that's on yeah. top of a regular Terminator. Yeah. And it splits into two. Right. Yeah. 
Terminator friends. Terminator <laughs> twins. That's what they should have called it. Yeah. And they could have done some like uh, fist bump thing where they like, activate their powers. They really need to bring back some cheese in some of these uh, silly movies about silly things, robots and aliens and stuff. I don't seem to know how to have fun anymore. Everything's either serious yeah. or you know smarmy. What? That's all you I got. Don't, I didn't put it on here, but I just watched um, this movie called Gods of Egypt. Never heard it of it. came out a few years back. It's got, um, what's his name, Gerard Butler. Mm-hmm. And I believe the guy who is on the Game of Thrones, one of the guys. There's a lot of guys on Game of the Thrones. The Lannister guy. There's a few Lannisters. The main uh, okay. Lannister guy. Okay. The, I only one, saw the first season. Did he throw a kid out of the window? Yes, yes, okay. that guy. Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister, okay. So um, I watched this movie, and I thought, this is probably not going to be that good. It doesn't look very good. It's got a bunch of bad reviews, but... I find the setting interesting, you know, ancient Egypt and gods and, and fighting around and stuff. And the movie is super silly. Like it, it um, it's just fun. It, I, I guess it, it's not very good. It's probably more akin to like a Hercules and Xena style in, in terms of its tone. The CG is awful. It's, it's laughably bad in some uh, of the scenes where it's like, they, they cut to super cheap green screen. Uh, and, and there's so much of like characters turning into big CGI monsters and mm. stuff. And it looks awful. But the movie as a whole is just kind of fun and silly. So it's not a great movie, but I don't know. It's enough for me to just sit back and stay engaged for, for the length of the movie. Well, it's got to be somewhat fun. good if it, if it kept you engaged. Yeah, uh, the, like, uh, giant snakes and... And people shooting things. Jeffrey Rush is in it. He's he's kind of fun. I like him. Uh, Bill's joined the chat and he wants to know about your climax. Uh-huh. Your climax. And uh, Sarah says they need to cut down on the crappy soundtrack you see everywhere in movies. We were talking. We were talking about that. We were. Uh, we watched. It was actually a crap movie. It's called Unhinged, with Russell Crowe. It just came out last year. And it's about this guy. It's I don't know. They kind of sold it as like this road rage film where a guy loses it with road rage, but it just it became really implausible. Uh, he this guy at the this at the beginning of the movie, so it's not a spoiler. But this guy murders his wife and his wife's lover, and then he's driving around and he's just kind of looking for a fight with uh, some random person. He runs like this uh, woman who is like struggling to to uh survive in this in this crazy world that we all live in she's got a family and a brother that she's trying to support and you learn all this in like the first five minutes of the movie because they're all sitting around the breakfast table and they're all like spilling out their life story in that really cheesy movie dialogue way where it's completely unnatural and forced you know it's it's like you know you know we can't invite grandma to stay here she's got to sell her own home and put her in the home and all that because we got money problems and all so anyways, uh, she runs into this uh, this guy, Russell Crowe, and uh, they get all into a scuffle. And now Russell Crowe is going to teach her a lesson because she honked at him, right? But he's crazy. Oh, okay, now I, yeah. I'm remembering the trailer for this movie. Yeah, 
but it just it goes really off the rails like i i really like you know like it's comparable to falling down have you ever seen mm-hmm. the, the movie falling down with it's um, been like, a while yeah mm-hmm. but like in that movie that was a guy that was having a really bad day and stuff was like happening to him like and he would try to like okay i'm done with this now i'm gonna try to get back to you know, being a normal person or whatever, and just stuff, just crap just kept piling on to him. And there was like a, a, just a, not that like everything he did was great. Like he was in the right and throughout the entire movie. I mean, he, but there was like a, a bit of uh, something that you could get behind. Like there was something like he was trying to do and you kind of like, okay, I, I understand what like he's trying to do. Whereas Russell Crowe is just crazy in this movie. Like he's just hmm. stupid. And then like, there's a scene in a restaurant where he just, he kills a guy in cold blood and everybody like nobody does anything. Everyone's just like, Oh my God. Uh, and they're all just sitting there. Like nobody tries to stop him. Nobody tries to, I just can't buy into that stuff. And then he's out on the, they're out on the highway. Right. And he causes like this huge pileup, you know, all these people pile up. And then he's like, you know, his car survives the pileup and he's still chasing after the girl. She gets on the phone. She's calling the police. She's like that homicide, uh, maniac killer that you're looking for that killed the person in the restaurant he's following me on this highway and the 911 operator's like sorry man but all of our officers are uh you know at this huge accident on the same highway that you're on and it's like (laughs) what are you talking what what are you talking about this is so stupid but you you said restaurant scene i thought you were talking about the one in um falling down which is my favorite scene in the movie when he goes to order the hamburger, <laughs> he gets in. He's like, "Yeah, you look at the picture. It looks all, yes. you know, great and juicy and wonderful." And he's like flipping through this mashed up burger. Yeah, and then he, I think he's carrying like an Uzi in his hand at the same yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Falling down is aces better than unhinged, says Sarkasim. And I, I agree. It's, it's like it's the same. You know, style of movie, like, you know, the, the characters emasculated, so then he goes nuts. And it's, I don't know, wasn't very good. Hmm. Um, I watched 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea with Michael Douglas's dad, Kirk Douglas. Have you ever seen that? Kirk Douglas? Yeah. No, I don't think I have. That's a Disney film from the 50s. I remember. I, oh, you know what? I did. Sorry, I think I did see the actual Nautilus model at Disney World. I, that's a cool I looking was, ship. So, it, was it the actual model that they used in the fi- in the film? I think so. It's been uh, it's been a lot of years, but I remember seeing a large scale model of the Nautilus, and I imagine it was when I was at Disney. It's a cool film. Still holds up. It was good. I'm not a big Disney fan, but they hit a home run with that one. That one was. Uh... I'd be I curious it. to see that because I wasn't really in love with the book. I read that book a few years back and I was like, man, this is one of those great things. I love uh, Treasure Island. I love uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. This seems like one of those old school adventures and it felt a little dry. Mm. Well, I haven't read any of the books, so um, but I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was uh, really well done and I thought it was impressive that he was basically – like he was talking about how this, because it takes place in the 1800s, and mm-hmm. this Captain Nemo guy harnesses this power that's able to power this sub under the ocean, and he's basically talking about uh, nuclear energy. You know? mm. uh, I guess Sarah saw the Nautilus at Disney as well. She watched mm-hmm. the movie beside me and didn't bring it up once. Didn't mention it oh. once. Piece of history. Hmm. 
Interesting. Um, oh, um, I did watch another movie that involved water. Well, something called Point Break. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I imagine. I imagine you liked it. Unfolding. I'm. Go- I'm going to guess that you liked it a lot. Well, I went under with the the whole thing was is point break a better film than the blues brothers oh, okay i don't want I, I don't even want to hear it i don't want to hear it <laughs> don't it, and it, i will tell you like there is no question the blues brothers is by far a much better film if you're going to judge it on you know what it is what does it accomplish and all that uh, Point Break was silly and stupid, and I can understand why people enjoy it, but it's really not a very good movie. Thank God. <laughs> no, I, I'll, I, I will not. I'm not going to trash it. I can kind of see the appeal, but it's basically people enjoy it for the wrong reasons. That's it's a good supposed one, to be, It's <laughs> Kevin is getting unhinged. That's good. <laughs> it's supposed to be an action adventure, maybe romance drama kind of thing, but it's just silly dialogue and dumb acting and stupid decisions and yes. a lot of stuff that doesn't make any sense. But I can kind of see the appeal of, you know, if you just want to watch it for the silly lines. Well, I went back uh, and because uh, I forgot, I. That was one of the first reviews I did for buriedonmars.com was uh, Point Break, the mm-hmm. Blu-ray. And I went back and I looked at my review, and it all came back to me as I was looking at the review. I remember that Gary Busey was really funny in that movie. He was really good. Like, yeah, legit it's, good. it was nice to see him in um, a protagonist role. He usually plays like the sleazy bad guy. Yeah. and He's he, really good at that. He, um, it was a role that was like that suited his kind of crazy deliverance mm-hmm. well. Like it, su- it suited him well. It was a role that suited him well. But everybody else in that movie was terrible. Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. was terrible. The guy from, <laughs> uh, that was another discussion from last night that uh, Duke is bringing up Robocop or Die Hard. We'll get into that in a second. I'm wearing my Robocop shirt though. So there you go. They're both good movies. I refuse to pick. They wanted me to pick to decide. Which is better, RoboCop or Die Hard? And but I'm like, why are we picking this? My favorite action movie is Die Hard. My favorite action movie of all time is mm-hmm. Die Hard. I think that is the best pure action film. But RoboCop, to me, is a science fiction film with action elements into it. You cannot take mm-hmm. like Paul Verhoeven's satire and his social commentary. And like, it, there's more going on there than just your average um, action mm-hmm. flick. So... I, I'm not choosing. I just refuse to choose between the two. They're both good movies, so it's dumb. To, it's dumb. It, it was actually dumb to put Blues Brothers and it's apples and oranges. Really, uh, what's what's called Pacific Rim? What the hell is that movie called? Point Break. I, point Break. You're, you're talking about your original review of the Blu-ray of this film. At okay. The moment. So, uh, yes, uh, Gary Busey was good, but all the other acting was was terrible, and the plot itself made no sense because this. This uh, group, uh, uh, this team of uh, robbers, of bank robbers, were so elite and so good and so careful about everything they did. They successfully robbed at least 30 banks in a row without getting caught by the FBI. And then they just get stupid. 
this movie starts and like, oh, we did all this stuff, but you have no idea how because now we're dumb. We are the dumbest people. We're gonna like let this guy that we don't know, this random dude that we don't know, that we think it's kind of cool. We're gonna let him in the club, and all the rules that we followed to get successful up to this point. Ah, eh, forget it. They're out the window now. We do dumb things. Like their 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 strategy was is that they only rob the bank tellers because it takes too long to go into the bank vault and get mm-hmm. all the money out of the vault. We just want the stuff that's in the tellers. You know, it's not as big of a get, but we get in and we get out fast. No, now we're dumb. Now we're just we're going right to the vaults. Now we're going at the wrong time of the day. We're doing like it's just it was a terrible movie. It made no sense. Uh. Bill says uh, Duke is going to make me walk off the show. I am not Pierce Morgan, so we'll be fine. Uh, Sarah says Bill is on fire, so someone better put him out. And uh, Bill wants to know John Lennon or Angus Young. Who do you save from the sinking boat? John Lennon's dead already, so I'll save Angus Young. I, you know, <laughs> that's an easy one. I mean, I'll save the guy who's still alive over the uh, the casket. There you go. Uh, I watched Coming to America, not Coming to America, but Coming to America, the latest yes. one. Does, does it have a logo of Eddie Murphy doing the peace sign? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Ah. It just has the number two instead of T-O. Um, and it's uh, it's terrible. It's not uh, It's not very good. I imagine that just from the, the trailer. <laughs> it, uh, it has a lot of fun cameos in it. Like, he's got everybody in there. Um you know, because he's like the king of this country, so he can afford anybody. And there's a lot of like little musical acts and stuff like that. That was fun. And, um, you know, the production value and everything was really spectacular. Like there was a lot of like just really well done choreographed scenes and all that. But all the jokes in the movie were the exact same jokes from the first one. You know, like what made that first movie fun were all the extra characters that Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall played you know they put on all the makeup and like came up with all these mm. you know like the barbershop guys and the the uh, music guy and there was all sorts of fun stuff in that movie and in this one they just brought all the same characters back it was lame it's like do some new characters do something fun and it was the exact same like oh we're going to go to America uh, this time he had to bring back his son uh, they got that uh Leslie Jones in the movie, who usually I don't care for. She she worked a little better in this movie, but her whole her whole shtick where she's just she just yells, like that's because it's funny because she just yells. Like it, it worked a little better in this movie, but I don't know. This really wasn't my thing. Even Tracy Morgan was kind of like felt a little off in this in this one. So I can't recommend that one. And yeah, Bill brings up the point: jokes without edge. Yeah, there was absolutely no edge. Mm-hmm. in the movie and like a lot of the stuff was really wedged in like you know they wanted to have the mcdowell's guy in there so they they like cook up the scene to have him in there and louis anderson has a couple of lines in the movies because he really was they movie. brought back louis they brought back louis and i don't know so that wasn't very good that original uh, movie is pretty good you go to um if you go to eddie murphy's like first five or so movies like they're all home runs oh yeah he was getting eight hours trading places coming to america beverly hills cop he had like so many great ones back then. he, he but, was getting all the best scripts though too because he was the new hotness yeah and bill points it out right here pg it's like the mm. original ones there was a lot of edge that a lot of language that would not fly these days especially 48 <laughs> hours yeah 
I mean, didn't wasn't his nickname for like I think in Beverly Hills Cop two for the there was like one female bad per, bad guy and her, his nickname for her was Big Bitch. <laughs> yes, yeah, I think that was yeah part two. That That's was what um, he just called her. All the time. That was uh, what's her name? Uh, Red Sonia. Oh, oh right, yes, Bridget. Not Nielsen. Something. But yeah, I know who you're talking about. <clears throat> anyways, was it Bridget Nielsen? Is that her name? Oh well. Anyways. Um. Oh, and I watched the uh, I watched the movie you watched, uh, Sideways. With, oh yeah, uh, Paul Giamatti and mm-hmm. Thomas Hayden Church, and that movie holds up still good. I didn't. That's a I, really good movie. I forgot it was done by the guy who did Election, and uh, uh, the Descendants, which are both uh, good movies as well. Uh, what's his name? Got it right here. Um, if uh, only my eyes work. Directed by Alexander Payne. Payne. Right. Yeah, it's good. Still holds up. It, it's got a nice timeless quality to it, too. It, it doesn't really feel like... Well, I guess it was early 2000s when they made yeah. this. Yeah, well, and when the movie starts up, I was like, does this take place in the 80s? Because all the cars on the street were all old 80s cars. And uh, it wasn't until he pulled out a cell phone that I'm like, okay, this is definitely like a hmm. you know 2004 movie, <laughs> you know. Oh, he's got those Breaking Bad cell phones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty on the flip phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good movie. Oh gosh, I don't know if I should say this now. I I also watched a movie with Paul Giamatti in it. I didn't realize it was him though. I saw the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Oh, <laughs> what he's in that. He Who's is. He, he, pl- he plays the rhino. No. Yeah. Are you shitting me? That's him. I, I didn't believe it until afterwards I saw like his name in the credits. Like, but where was Paul Giamatti? Get out of here. Paul Giamatti is a he rhino. Beard. He doesn't have his beard and he has like this weird Russian accent. <clears throat> Did not know that was him. I was because when we were watching the movie, I'm like, what has he done recently? Like what's well, been his... This is back a few years too. I have to, I have to see this now. Rhino. It's not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be worth it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's just in a big neck suit. Yeah. Oh, like God. it didn't have to be him. I don't know why they went out of their way. I, unless he was promised a larger role in the next film that. If they were planning on that, it's... what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. That that movie has a, a whole score of problems. I can only imagine. There are so it, it's it's shockingly bad. Like uh, it, it, the story it goes in so many different directions. I'm wondering if this was another. Um, case of the studio saying, just get more in there. We need more action figures. You know, right. the rhino character in there. What the? What, what's with the barbed wire on his on his head? Was that like? I think it was a tattoo. Oh, I see. He plays some like Russian gangster guy. And, oh, um, that's hilarious. <sighs> yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Like they always uh, put way too many villains in these movies. Rhino, was, Mecha Rhino, worst ever. Does that, Bill? It sounds like you've seen this film. Mecha Rhino. I can't. I think Bill watches all the Spider-Man movies. 
I, I could not like I started that first Amazing Spider-Man. And I just I can't take a moody um, Peter Parker. Like that's just not emo. Peter Parker is just not. He's not moody. He just comes across as kind of dim-witted. I think he was like a skateboarder in the yeah. first one. Yeah, and he just he seemed like that he, whole like uh, uh, he, he's like Keanu Reeves in Point Break, you know. Oh man, how the mighty have fallen. Let's see. Paul Giamatti's going to be in San Andreas 2. That's been What's announced. San Andreas 1. That's a rock movie. Movie with the rock. Oh, one of those uh, everything falls apart. Yeah. Buildings fall down, earthquakes and stuff. He's doing voiceovers and a lot of TV series. He's doing TV series. Billions. Paul Giamatti is a very talented actor. He just Absolutely. Sideways was his shot. That like he got nominated for an Oscar. He he was big time. He got a couple of big roles right after that, but I don't think any of those films did much. Like he was in one of those uh, Shyamalan movies. Oh right! And, like they were just like tanking, and I, I guess that was his time. You know, he's oh, he, he's back to doing bit parts. He was on a roll there for a while. He was in American Splendor. He was in. Uh... <laughs> I guess Kevin uh, crashed again. Pig vomit, says Bill. I imagine that's a review of The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And, uh, or is that, is that a name of a movie? Pig vomit. No, he's in the, I was trying to say he was in the um, Howard Stern film. Like pig vomit. Pig vomit is the name of a character? Yeah. So there was a, so Howard Stern would refer to uh, one of his producers uh, on, when he was working terrestrial radio as pig virus. And then when they did the movie, he took like a couple of elements from different producers and put mm. them all into one and they called them pig vomit. Mm. I did not walk out. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, my, uh, for the record, that's two times this episode. My screen. Uh, yeah, like I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk out in mid-sentence. That's what I'm going to do. That's my strategy. I'm about to say Howard Stern, and I'm going to boom, take myself hey, out Hey, let me bring this around. Since sure. Bill's... Brian Regan, Bill, did you see his latest Netflix special on the rocks? You're going to have to wait for him to answer. So you might as well just answer and give us your opinion. It's great. I love Brian Regan. He always so makes got... me laugh. He's got a new one on what? Netflix? Netflix. It's called okay. On the Rocks. And he's okay. got gray hair. Makes me feel so old. Brian Regan is great because he works clean. So I can even put that on with my kids and not have to worry about like where he's going to go with his material. Because it's always safe. It's always funny. It's great stuff. John Adams. That's, a, that's the last movie I remember Jumaan in. John Adams, like yeah, the, was, uh, he played John Adams in the movie. figure. Yeah, I actually I've never seen it. I just remember it being like promo promoted. Hmm. Whoops, that's Eternal Eyes. All right, well, what's everybody left? likes Brian Regan. What's left? Um, oh, video games. <laughs> Want to talk about video games? Oh yeah, I I've totally forgot. I played a video game that you would like. Oh, wait, I just wanted to mention uh, Kim's Convenience got canceled and it pissed me off because I just got into that show. Oh. And they didn't, like, 
they did their they filmed their last season, so it's airing right now. And they just said, "Oh, no, this will be the last season." So we're not going to get any sort of closure on a few storylines that have been, that's been going on. So no bueno. Boo CBC. Hopefully, like Dis- Netflix. Disney cancel that too. No, it was a CBC show, mm-hmm. Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. I don't know why they canceled. Apparently, the showrunners didn't want to do the show anymore, so they just left. They probably got an offer they couldn't refuse from Netflix or something like that. But mm. anyways. Don't know. I've been playing uh, Castle Crashers with Creepy nice. Josh. Nice. On it's, the uh, Steam? Yeah. And um, I, I thought it was cool because I'm technically I'm kind of on vacation now because it's the end of the year. So uh, high school's out. So right. I got free time in the morning. So I think, hey, this is going to be great. It'll be so easy to meet up. In two weeks, we managed to get together like three times. Something always comes up because I'm doing a lot of yard work. Yeah, that's right now. That's more times than I uh, get with people, so that's good. Three yeah. times, two weeks. That's good. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun game though. Yeah, I never played it multiplayer, so it's interesting now. Tough too. I don't remember this game being so challenging. There goes Kevin again. I'll also mention. Uh, a little bit of a uh, cartridge club effect going on right now. They're doing the Turtle Power this month. And then the other day, on Mario Day, they announced a brand new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle beat-em-up. What's up with that? Kevin was so excited that he just uh, <laughs> at the run. He's, he's had a run out of the room. I don't know what's going on. It's uh, ridiculous. Yeah. Gremlins. Hey, I I played a game that you would like. I just I I got that Game Pass. I got Game Pass for a dollar for three months. Thought that was mm-hmm. a great deal. And every game I start up, I'm just like, this is crap. I don't like this. I mm-hmm. I can't find anything. Like I played that Star Wars: The Fallen Jedi, Last Jedi, and everyone says it's like um, it's like Dark Souls meets Star Wars. And I start playing it. It's not Dark Souls. It's that stupid uh, Nathan Drake. You know, just jump around, hang on to edges of things. You know, and it's like, oh, I played this so many times. And then I finally get into the action where you, you know, kill some stormtroopers. And I don't know. It just wasn't doing it for me. So I, you know, going to game, game, game. Finally, I land on this one game called Xeno Crisis. And uh, I just downloaded it. This sounds it. like an RPG. Good I Look, I downloaded it because the artwork looked like um, uh, Contra. You know, you had like two guys or there was a guy and a girl and they're holding guns and they're shooting. And I'm like, yeah, OK. This, cool. And it was a very it was a very small file. So I'm like, OK, this this has to be like a Contra like thing. Fire it up. It's not Contra. Mm-hmm. It is like Smash TV. Ooh, and it is really fun. It is good times. So it was. It's tough. Like I'm trying to play it, and I'm dying getting hit and that because you know, like in Smash TV, the characters run up to you and 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 hit you, right? So you're you're good as long as the characters don't hit you. But then you get to the ones that start throwing projectiles at you, and that's where it gets crazy because you're trying to keep like two lines of geometry in your head as you're avoiding stuff, which is pretty wild. Um. So it gets it gets really tough, but there is a nice uh, feature in the game where you can easily access uh, the cheats by just pressing a few buttons on the controller, and then you got your your cheats open, and you can just like ha- give yourself unlimited continues, unlimited lives, 
uh, you know, unlimited health, whatever you want. So I went with uh, unlimited continues. You know, I wanted a little bit of challenge, but I still want to be able to play. I want to see the content. And uh, I was having a lot of fun with that. That was a good times. So, and then Sarah came into the room. She's like, what you playing? And I'm like, oh, this thing's like, well, this looks like something fun. And I'm like, well, we'll get you a controller uh, the next time. And because we had to, we had to go get our sushi because it was time to go get sushi. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that with her. I just wish listed it right now. Looks awesome. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, totally. Um, um, I forgot the name. I always forget the name of that game. The one you just said. Smash TV. Smash TV and uh, Alien Syndrome. Yeah. And they're totally ripping off Jill Valentine with the artwork here. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I think she's supposed to have armor on where... This is cool. It looks like enemies have shields and stuff. Big boss battles. Yeah, it's good. Nice style. And you can go through, like, you can go through the level and just try to get to the end as quickly as possible, or you can go through and try to get bonus points by, um, uh, you know, freeing uh, uh, hostages and that, so you get bonus bonuses for doing that. But you know, the more you go into the level, the more enemies to pop up, and then you get money at the end that you can put towards making your character. A little better, so it's got a little bit of a skill tree in there, and all a lot of the sound effects are very um, uh, metal uh, metal slug. You know, like you get a rocket launcher, like rocket launcher, and uh, you get uh, you free the guys, and they're like, "Thank you," you know, just like in. Oh, slug. I love when they do that stuff. Yeah, SNK had some great ones. There's another um, another one by SNK. It's kind of like a top down shooter like this. Um, what's it called? I can't remember the name of it, but there are two of them, and they're great. They're so much fun. Yeah, they had a few. Well, didn't they? Well, there no Vietnam was like a side one, right? There's uh, one um, arcade game called um, oh, what is it? Nam nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, something yeah, yeah. Like that. That's a really fun game. Yeah. Tough too. Actually, yeah, I, I did a, I did a. Maybe I took it down. Or maybe I never put <laughs> it up. Did you do a video? Did you do a video on that? I did a video on that, but I think it's one of the videos that I never put up. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got Dean in here. I mentioned sushi and D- Dean. Shock Troopers. Up. Thank you. you. Thank you. I'll, I'll, of course. Of course, Steven knows it. Steven knows all the good SNK. Kari Warriors and Commando is another game. Kari Warriors is not a great game. Commando's in. There's one. I think it was like the follow-up to Commando's. Three guys. Even uh, Akari Warriors in the on the arcade, that's no good. Uh, it's not as good as the others. It's, I remember it's the NES, simple. like the NES one, sucked because you only have the D pad and you have to like you have to move and shoot because you can only shoot yeah. where you and and that doesn't work. That's no bueno. Hmm. There are some good top down shooters. That's Anyways, Xeno Crisis, really good. A lot of fun. Yes, good times. Get that in here. Speaking, I mentioned the uh, the new turtle game while you were uh, having your little walk there. (laughs) Yes. And um, the one thing I don't like about it is the artwork looks kind of um, Game Boy Advance ish, like the yeah the characters. It's had that. I wish they had gone for a little more arcadey or classic sixteen bit, but that GBA micro pixel looking thing i don't know yeah 
Uh, Duke is saying Commando is great and Gunsmoke. That's another good one. They're both Capcom games too. Gun dot smoke. And Kyle wants to see the lot the Vox's lost video collection. I guess he uh, wants to I, see. <laughs> he wants you to post those. I'm pretty sure they're on a different computer, but um, maybe I'll upload them to the Retro Fandango YouTube mm. channel. You took down your channel completely, like the Rambox channel. No, it's it's up there with just a couple of same things, like just yeah. a couple of videos. I was just like, I don't want this. Delete, 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 delete. And like, oh man, I made so much garbage. Delete, 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 delete. <laughs> well, me, like I took the comments off a few videos because I was just like sick of like. I I don't want to argue about stuff like from, you know, that I made a video like in 2013 and people like still want to argue about stupid crap. And I'm like, I don't want to hear about it. So I took the comments off of some, but then like, then some people will go and find your video that you have a comment still enabled on. And they're like, Hey, I tried to leave a comment on this video, but they were disabled. So I'll just say here. And I'm like, you jerk. (laughs) I got to tell you how much you suck yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Oh, and it's always like you just missed out some detail or they want to talk about a soundtrack for what a game. What do you mean you don't or... like the music in Nier? Oh. <laughs> it's it, the music in Nier and the <laughs> multiplayer in Nox. And it's like, well, I didn't play the multiplayer in Nox. I played the game like a, you know, a dozen years after it came out. There were no servers. I, I just don't want to talk about it anymore. So anyway, goodbye videos. Gone. Uh, they also, according to Steven, they put Xeno Crisis onto a Genesis cart for retro console folks. Good for them. I cannot imagine playing that game with the Sega Genesis controller because it's a twin stick shooter. That would not be the way I would want to play it. Speaking of Sega Genesis, I did watch the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh, God. Was it any good? It's... It- it's a kid's movie. It's made for little kids. Watch it with your niece and nephew. It's it's honestly, it's not a very good movie. There's tons of problems with it, but it's not a bad movie. It's, you know, it's perfectly acceptable for little kids. I don't understand why they do that, though, with classic. Like, is there something like there's like kids clamoring for more Sonic content? No. There, like there this are, is for there are middle aged dudes who want to see have it. kids. Right. And I guess that's it, you know. It's got to be it. Like, that's it, right? Uh, Dean wants to know, how are people supposed to find out about UFO <laughs> Common? I don't know what that means. What does that all mean? Uh, it's a video game on the Super Famicom. Uh, you're just going to have to live your life, Dean. Oh, that's your video. Okay. So. <laughs> got it. Uh, and I guess uh, Stephen wants you to put all your videos on Prime Video. I guess. I don't know. I know. Okay. They Anything must have else? missed the part where you said you also did this. Cause, uh... Oh, yeah. No, no, nobody cares about my videos. Your videos <laughs> are the ones that they care about. Believe me. Everybody cares about them once they're gone. That's yes, it. exactly. <laughs> like, and they were uh, there. There's been no activity here for how many years? <laughs> no one has watched the Star Tropics uh, videos in, in five years. And then they, now you're going to hear about it. Where are those Star yeah. Tropic videos? How dare you take away something that I remember? <laughs> I didn't take it away. It's still there. If you really want it, I'll give you the link and you can watch it. But Because uh, they're still on YouTube. They're just not available to the public. 
Okay. Anything else? Turbo Kid. What's that? Did we talk about that? Um, <clears throat> more movies that I watched. I was I was peeking around through uh, Creepy Josh's uh, movie library, oh, yeah. looking for some interesting things. Um, Turbo Kid is like Mad Max on uh, '80s dirt bikes. Oh, it's it's actually it's a very low budget film and it's silly and it, it's pretty good. It's pretty fun. What's Bone Tomahawk? That is another um, fairly low budgetish movie. I think uh, it's got your boy Kurt Russell. It's Western. <laughs> oh, that's right. I really didn't know anything about it other than just uh, like, oh, what is this kind of creepy Western looking thing? Uh, and that is also a pretty interesting movie that has some eh, awkward elements. But it's the first time in a long time that I had to watch a scene in a movie like this. It was like, oh, no, I don't want to see this. Oh, <clears throat> eyeball stuff. Because, well, in both movies, Turbo Kid and Bone Tomahawk, they make use of a lot of practical effects. You know, it, there, there's some CG, but there's also a lot of, uh, you know, body stuff and makeup. And there was one scene in there that I, I wasn't prepared for what this movie was. I, I really didn't know anything about it. And uh, some, it's not perfect, but it's, it's interesting. Hmm. I see. Steven wants to know if you watch the Sonic movie on Prime Video. Oh, uh, Netflix. <clears throat> there you go. I think it's on Prime Video here. I, I have zero desire to watch it, though. Not that anyone cares. There, there are a couple of neat little... Like, they, they get in a lot of the little details that you're like, you kind of want to see, and they don't do it in an obnoxious way. The best part of the whole movie for me is it was, made, it was uh, distributed by Paramount. And, you know, Paramount's got the, the stars that go over the mountain mm -hmm. the logo. Uh, and recently it's been like the stars, they skim across the water and then they go up and over. They just change them to rings. And, and, oh, that's and, cool. You know, the little sonic rings make the thing. And you get like the Sega sound and little chimes. And I was like, oh, that's just like Sonic. They, that, must be, that must be a Paramount, Paramount thing. Like it must be because they did the same with Coming to America too. Like it showed the logo and that, and then the camera kept zooming in on the mountain, and then, like, it, the mountain was in the well, movie. Occasionally, occasionally they try to do that. Like, um, Indiana Jones. They, they oh, do right. the mountain yeah. logo. I guess. I guess that's uh, their occasionally, thing. Occasionally. I think they give them permission when you, you got a good enough idea. They're like, okay, you can fudge the logo a little bit. Have fun with it. Make sure our name's there. We want our money. Okay, so there's one more movie that I watched. I'm not sure if I should mention it, but I rewatched The Neverending Story. Do, 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 do. How much do you hate it now? Oh, look at that. He hated it so much he had to leave. Couldn't even stand it. For the record, I think this is probably the fourth time now. And if we don't get this bug worked out in two weeks, <laughs> I don't know what kind of show we're going to have. Oh, this is stupid, man. <laughs> are you downloading something you shouldn't be right there's now? nothing i'm nothing nothing going on is Zero. that what you're just saying because you know sarah's listening <laughs> no no there's nothing there's nothing going on sarah you might want to go down and peek at his computer she can she can there's nothing happening here i got the same windows i normally have up i got our outline i got my movie watch list and i got one more looking at xeno crisis right now 
okay, so I watched Never Ending Story. You know what? That movie, it doesn't it doesn't hold up. It's got some fun parts, but yeah, I, I kind of had the same experience. I watched it with my kids a while ago, and um, I read the book, and I, I find the book is a lot better. I didn't know there was a book. Oh yeah, it's all based on some German guy's book, and the book is only the the movie is only the first half of the book. Second half of the book goes in a completely different direction. Um, but yeah, there's still a lot to enjoy. There's a lot of great puppetry and you know, sure, fun, oh yeah, fun environments and everything. But it's not like the perfect movie that maybe like, you remember as a kid. Yeah, like story wise, just wasn't that. Like it felt very disjointed. You know, like they introduce all these characters at the start of the movie, like that big guy and, you know, thing, and then they're just kind of gone. Yeah. They, they're like, where'd they go? It's just kind of the, they do spend a fair amount of time and money on those characters that don't appear later on. Yeah. You know, at the end, I think you see them waving or something. Right. But yeah. And but I get like it. Like they were guy. there. It was like a huge. Puppet. Yeah. And I get it. They were like there to set up the world. You know, so you got a sense of what's happening in that. But then they get to that princess and she just she she's on the cover of uh, of the DVD I have. And she's in the movie for like two seconds at the end. She's the key. She and then name. And then when he finally uh, gives her her name, what the heck's the name? Whatever that. What was that? Her Samantha? name is Moonchild. Is that, is that what he said? Yes, but in the movie, you can't hear No. Him. What? Jeez. Oh, Come on. Give me something here. Like, I was looking forward to finding out what the name was. Oh, I, I still like the movie. It's got its charms, but it's not. Perfect. I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, it's got its kind problems. Of, well, you're not the target audience. I know. This I is understand. For, this is for people who have hope. <laughs> I have hope. I have plenty of hope. <laughs> I'm very optimistic. I just want a good story, damn it. The beginning, middle, and end. But... I don't know. It was okay. I still gave it three stars. I gave it an okay pass. It was fine, yeah. but it's perfectly fine. Totally. A lot of the animatronics I found didn't uh, didn't age very well. Like they really, like you know, like Jabba the Hutt, that puppet was designed to be a big slug puppet, right? Whereas this dog, flying dog, talking thing, like there was just too much. Uh, well, it was a very large puppet yeah but they went too far like you know they designed Jabba the Hutt's mouth to you know look good on screen whereas this like we're gonna have like this animals just huge jaw talking and it just doesn't sync up doesn't work very well I imagine that the third Star Wars film probably had bigger budget probably but i mean they couldn't even in Star Wars they couldn't pull off something like that like you know what I mean like Jabba the Hutt was designed to look good on camera you know to look realistic whereas this thing was like they were took an idea from a book and they're trying to put that on present that on screen and that's more difficult to do instead of designing the character from scratch to look good on camera wow that makes sense anyways it was is a lot of people have fond memories of that movie and i just i i remember i saw that in the theater i was one of the handful of movies i saw in the theater as a kid and uh, I remember loving it as a kid. I don't know where that the kid in the movie, I don't know where he goes to the bathroom in that attic uh, room or whatever. That's the off 80s, the side. man. But, um, Go where yeah. you need to. Yeah. It doesn't hold up as, as well as some other kids' movies that I enjoyed. 
from the past. There you go. That's it. I think we said enough. We've done our episode. See you in two weeks. We're no longer <laughs> weekly. <laughs> That's it. I mean, there's nothing, nothing relevant in the... We're not a weekly podcast anymore. I don't have the uh, soundboard anymore. Maybe I now with more time, I'll get that together. I figured out how to do it, at least. I know how to do it. I just got to put the stuff on my computer. And, uh, we, oh, look at this. My outline thing crashed. Ah, snap. Something went wrong. Let's see if I can share that. Share that with you guys. Look. See, that's what happens. Oh, snap. Boom. So weird. People really get clever with their uh, troubleshooting screens. Uh, yeah, so there's nothing relevant in there to Anyways. Keep you calm. Anyways, that's it. That's an episode. Sure. I think we can just say goodbye. We stop talking. Thanks, everybody, for joining us in the chat. I think a few people bailed out already. Well... I'll still thank uh, Kyle and Steven and Dean and Duke and Bill and Sarah. That's it. That was plenty. That was a lot for us. That's right. enough. Look at this. I got to scroll multiple times to yeah. get down to the end of the comments. Here. Yeah. It's mostly people talking amongst themselves. but Oh, yeah. Half the comments <laughs> are, hey. <laughs> How that's are you? fine. Hey, that's fine. It's all good. Make this a place we, to hang. It's we all bring good. people together. Yeah, not our, not each other, but other people. Yeah, together. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. And there you go.